We are honored and grateful that you would invite us here into your ears on the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. Hey, this is that show where we talk about the Godfather one minute at a time, right? Every minute we're doing. In order. Are we doing it in order or are we jumping around at all? So far we've been doing it in order. Okay. I don't know, who knows? We could throw over a curveball, do a sort of Godfather 2 thing where we go you oh, know, out of man. sequential order. No, I meant completely blow it up and just do the whole Godfather thing backwards. Oh, mementos. That's called mementoing it. Oh, is it? Are there other groups uh-huh. that do that? Sure. Oh, no, boy. I don't know. I, I've never heard of it. People have talked about doing a memento minute, but doing it like releasing the last episode first and then, oh, cool. and then going, you know what I mean? And then starting over or doing the whole thing backwards? No, no. You, you would have to record the whole thing tip to tail. And then oh, and you release, release them, them in oh, backwards order. So uh, backwards, would we will have speak we? <laughs> hey, my name is Alex Robinson, and I am Andrew Robinson, and we're here on the Godfather Minute. Minute, and we're talking about Minute fourteen. Fourteen, Alex, Alejandro, Alessandro. See, si. a minuto numero quattordici. A minuto min- numero. A minuto numero. Quattordici. Quattordici. Say with me. Quattordici. Quattordici. Bene, bene. Dinara. (laughs) Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going to do that joke every (laughs) Every time we do that. Every time we do that joke. So, yeah. So, minute 14 starts off with the uh, Vito Corleone, the titular godfather himself, looking through blinds Mm -hmm. like a spy in a music video from the 80s. It's kind of creepy. It, and it lasts, it's like 15 seconds of, not just of him, he cuts back and forth to Michael, but you realize a quarter of this minute is spent literally of just him watching Michael walk around the party. Creepy. And I guess it also is, is maybe the, it lets you know how important Michael is to the story, because you're like, oh, now the Don's like looking at this guy, so yeah. he must be somebody. Everyone else, he's sort of, all these people who have visited him and asked him yeah. requests. Yeah. He kind of just he, he talks to them, but he dismisses them. Now he's really focused on someone, yeah. someone he yeah. cares about. Yeah, it's still a little creepy, though. Oh, it definitely is a little creepy. <laughs> uh, what would you do if you were a guest at that wedding? You looked over, and the Don was looking at you, and you knew it was you he was looking at. His gaze was fixed on you through those creepy blinds. I would probably do something that I thought would like make him laugh. <laughs> like what? Like. And that would also let him know, like, I, I can't think of anything, but like, almost like do like some kind of joke that owned that I like that I would let him know that I knew he was watching because I was doing some dumb joke for oh, him. Funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Somehow uh, convey that information. Would you do the, the, like the international symbol for a cutthroat? Oh, yeah. Like, totally, like, <laughs> I'd point to one of the other guys and I'd be like, that's the he's betraying you. And I'm, <laughs> you can see I'm pointing with my finger towards the, uh, the guy. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Um, and so he's looking through the blinds as Mike and Kay them. enter the wedding scene. Mm-hmm. And he, he sees Mike and Kay dancing. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe. This is, so this is the first time we really see the, the, the couple. That's the, true, yeah. Uh, that will uh, see us through the rest of the trilogy mm-hmm. will they 
Oh, <laughs> that's true. Like we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So, uh, Diane Keaton. Yeah. Do you... Um, Do I approve of her as the actress for Kay Adams? Yes. Is that what you're asking yes. me? Yes. This is before... Mm. Um, this is before she was famous. Well, I don't know. This was just around Woody Allen. I should look this up. I should yeah. look this up before I start. It's got to be afterward. Weren't yeah. those Woody Allen movies like very late sixties? Yeah, but Woody Allen's the Diane Keaton part was in like oh, it was a little 70s. later. That's yeah. right. You know what? So yeah. so anyway, what are your thoughts about Diane Keaton as the actress? You know, I I hate to be a uh, a Kay Adams downer, but I still feel <laughs> I hate like to be naive. Hate to be naive, Kay, but I feel like. Her look just does not fit the role. And I don't know whether it's because it's Diane Keaton or whether it's because you've got this white woman from New England who's hanging around with all these Sicilians. Yeah. So she's going to be out of place. And she's supposed to be out of place. Puzo deliberately wrote in a character from outside of the, the culture. Right. But I don't know. I Maybe, maybe I'm just stuck thinking of her and Woody Allen. I keep thinking that when she's dancing and she turns around, and you're supposed to see Michael there. You're going to see Woody there. Going, I, I never <laughs> learned see, to uh, dance. I mean, I, uh, I've got two left feet. Albie Singer. Yeah. Uh, so I or he's it, dressed as the dictator. Uh, so I looked it up, and uh, this was around the same time that she was Whoa. she was in um, like Play It Again, Sam, and uh, Sleeper uh-huh. around this time. So, uh, And you said on, uh, in an earlier episode that Play It Again, Again, Sam was the one movie that interrupted The Godfather in number one, right? In, in the top was it really? box office. I think you said <laughs> oh that. Oh my gosh, that yeah. shows this was Diane Keaton's year. Definitely. Back-to-back number one wow. movies at the box office. Yeah. Good for, good for her. Yeah, good for her. What do you think about her as the actress in that role? It's hard to tell because I think Kay in general is very like underwritten. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't, other than reacting to Michael, like there's, I don't know any, she was a teacher briefly. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. We don't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to really get, you know, she's more just like a prop for, to as a, a mirror on Michael than, than yeah. a character in her own right. But. What do you call that in storytelling? Is is it a mirror? Someone who is there so that another character can talk to her and fill in gaps of understanding? Is uh, there, a, there a name for that? Uh, yeah, it's funny. There is a there is a character like that. There's that's not a, a dummy card thing, but yeah, uh, and she, she seems to fulfill that role. Yeah, because as we'll see in this, really in the next couple minutes, Michael yeah. tells her reveals a lot about his family. Yeah. Well, I think also she's kind of like barometer of his status, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, his his kind of rise, you know, he first they first start going out and then they get married. And it's a little spoiler alert. In case you, if you have not seen the movie by this point, I haven't seen it yet. So don't oh, you're watching a woman. I am. I am. Oh, boy, really <laughs> ruining a lot of stuff here. But basically, like, you know, when their relationship is good, then. His things are going well for him, but then in the second half, when his things start falling apart, then there's the and she goes. That's when she goes bananas. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, <laughs> bananas. This Sicilian thing, Michael. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Diane Keaton. I I'm. Yeah. I feel like it could have been almost anyone. Yeah, yeah. I I asked myself who would have done a better job. I mean, yeah. Her acting is strong. Yeah. I think. Just her look, look, maybe. I'm going to have to look up some other... I'm sure there were other actresses that were considered Mm -hmm. for for the role. I'll I'll have to research that for a future show. Yeah. There is a little bit more in the book 
about K, but not at this point, I don't think. Later mm-hmm. on, yeah, when there's, there's yeah. more K action, there, Puzo writes a little bit more K. about her. I learned today, mm-hmm. and I know this is a shameful to admit because I'm co-hosting a Godfather podcast, that Mario Puzo wrote other novels that were the sequels to The Godfather. Interesting. Uh, there was one called The Sicilian. Mm-hmm. That was basically... Mm-hmm. And then there was one... Um, called The Godfather Returns. Oh, boy. That was Mario Puzo with someone else. I think this guy's name was like Mike Weingarten or something. Mm. And then there was The Godfather's Revenge by Mario Puzo no with way. this other guys, And it follows, keeps following. It like keeps the, going. Yeah. Does it go... How, how does it compare to Godfather 2 and... Because Godfather 2 was just a screenplay, I believe. Yeah. It was not a book. I think... I, one of them, I, I think it might be The Sicilian takes place during Godfather 1. Oh. And all the other characters are in it, but the the main storyline is not really a part of the plot oh, of that's that awesome. book. So you're kind of being, I guess, like, um, you know, uh, we'd see Frankie Five Angels and yeah, all the other, all like, the, uh, characters. I wonder so. if a lot of question, unanswered questions yeah. would be answered. Yeah. Maybe so anyway, I'm definitely it. going to uh, be reading these books so for, awesome. for, as reference for the show oh that's so, great uh, yeah bring it on that's that's yeah. fun <laughs> um so and they made a movie of the sicilian oh they did but um they couldn't they couldn't use the godfather characters no. because those were owned by paramount oh. paramount's like we didn't make this movie so did they at least license the the font to to write the sicilian <laughs> you know, i wouldn't be surprised i couldn't afford that if they can't yeah. afford to use the names <laughs> so they uh, yeah so they wrote out the all the corleone parts of oh, the story no. so it, so it's basically like its own base its own movie where you don't really how did they it. reference the other characters then the the mainstream godfather characters did they not well, they were almost kind of like, um, did they just say like, oh, you know, the big crime boss on Long Island? Or, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure for the movie, they changed yeah. the names and just, you know, and made them into some other generic thing yeah. that's not Godfather specific. You hey, know? did you hear? They shot Bunny on the causeway. <laughs> you shot Bunny on the, on yeah, the, they, uh, they can't even use sidewalk. Causeway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to check those out. And, uh, there's one character in the Sicilian who says, uh, who gets in a fight with his wife and he says, now vacuum it up. <laughs> it's all just a little off. Just yeah. a, little, a knockoff. Yeah. Well, no, in that one, Sonny is the daughter of, oh. of the, uh, of, <laughs> yeah, the same characters. They play different roles. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oops. James Conn is wearing a wig. He's playing Connie. <laughs> um, That'd be a bizarro Godfather. Yeah, movie. or some kind of. Uh, well, that's what they're doing now. They do all these gender swap movies, you know, where what do you they mean? redo to the Godfather, but have it be the Godmother, oh. and it's all f- female oh. roles, and you just have you know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's the trend nowadays. So that's great. And uh, yeah, so there does there is some question about the canonicity of those some of those novels, like mm. that they're not considered part of the godfather universe and i'm so excited because uh, that's so such a star warsy argument all they are, are people are always arguing about whether something is counts or is real uh, or not yeah. and so because there are, aren't there dozens of star wars books oh and they're all you know crossover in some ways but they're all started. they're all uh, approved right well or, or they're knockoffs anyway uh, we don't want to get no, no, well so i'll just give you the shorthand version okay. of it uh all throughout the star wars lifespan there was basically 
That was my knockoff Star Wars. Oh, I see, that was yeah. my knockoff uh, <laughs> the Bizarro. Alderaan, uh, Luke's Planet. Uh, Tatooine? Tatooine music. Oh, okay. The sun's rising oh. as you're giving a summary. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. So there was a, uh, they, people were, they licensed, Lucasfilm licensed a bunch of books, people, and they basically started cr- coming up with a whole story about what happens after Star Wars, mm-hmm. things that happened a thousand years before Star Wars, this whole mm-hmm. ex- expanded universe, it was mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then when Disney bought Star Wars, they're like, oh, this is so cool. And by the way, that expand universe stuff, none of that stuff counts. Like, what? We're basically starting from scratch. Whoa, they just erased well, that's thousands what, of years of that's, history. That's what fans of that that part of the story that's are like. like a, we've been you know following these stories for like 20 years. and that, so, so is Disney now making... Like writing their scripts, yeah, that, that contradicts some things. Yeah, yeah. They've they already done that. Over, yeah, they already have. They, they've already done things yeah. that really don't well, make sense if you take in a. Well, yeah, because a lot of it had to do with after Star Wars, and as we saw from the events in the Force Awakens, oh the characters were radically changed, and so they don't oh work boy. with that anyway. So it's a very sore sticking point among uh, Star Wars nerds. So, so did Param- so Paramount did not approve the Sicilian and any of the other I, I, spinoffs. When I start reading the books, I'll get okay. more information about okay. them, and then and then uh, then uh, yeah, Godfather, the Sicilian, the God, the Godfather Returns, and the Godfather's Revenge. <laughs> awesome. I just village. thought of an interesting idea. I was going to yeah. ask you if you wanted <laughs> to do a Sicilian about the Godfather too. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if you wanted to do a The Sicilian Minute, but it hasn't been made into a movie. Well, it thought, was, but they had to get rid of all the Corleone oh, references. That, oh, so it was a movie. Oh, like a TV movie. A TV movie, okay. Yeah. But if it wasn't a movie, would you ever do a minute podcast of a book? There is, has, is that even done? The idea of minute podcasts being adapted to other media, like books or TV mm-hmm. shows or, or things like that, paintings... Paintings. But, <laughs> I guess you do like an inch at a time. No, oh I don't know. Gosh. I was just trying to think of other things that could be divided. In this up. episode, we're doing inch five yeah. C. <laughs> yeah, so it's always a matter of coming up with how can you parse out something into a easily digestible. I think a page could work, but if oh, it's definitely, a, if it's a long book. Then you yeah. need a you need a heck of a lot of episodes. War and Peace. It did like twenty five years. <laughs> Or like even like someone did Harry Potter, but there's like oh, yeah. twenty of those books. Oh yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about the Godfather Minute Fourteen. Back for to a the second. Godfather. Um, yeah. So Kay, it's the first time we see Kay and Michael together. Mm-hmm. Michael wearing a army uniform or mm-hmm. marine uniform. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry, I don't want to insult our fine people in uniform. And I don't think there's been any mention of Michael having served in the uh, armed services. Is that right? Yeah, I don't in think the movie. We, no, I mean, no. They, other than where's Michael? And we don't there. even know he's Michael yet. Well, um, because they didn't take the picture earlier because Michael wasn't there, so they couldn't make the film. I think when he's walking through the crowd, people go, 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 Michael, oh, okay. and saying, oh, right. uh, so oh like, Michael identif- Corleone from yeah, the Marines. Exactly. <laughs> you just got back from a stint in the Marines, which yeah. you did despite your father's wishes. <laughs> What do you call that kind of character? <laughs> oh, that's just pure exposition. I love exposition. Neat. I love awkwardly wedged in exposition. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yes, this is uh, this is the 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 Don Corleone's mm-hmm. uh, missing son. Mm-hmm. The prodigal son returns, yeah. and so uh, and so. If I remember right, the next I think we'll see more from this guy. I think he's going to be I a big part so. of who Michael. Yeah. 
Well, in the Sicilian, but I think this is his last scene in The Godfather. Oh, you think so? I, I, that's I'm, I'm guessing. I haven't seen it before, but I mean, he's just... It is the last time we see military Michael. That's true, yeah. So, but come on, uh, if you didn't have enough... If you didn't have the guts to show up for the family picture, is he really going to last in this movie? Yeah, that's Totally true. disrespected the Don, so he's <laughs> not going to last. It really is a great example uh, cinematically of and story-wise of sort of conveying the importance of a character because... You already were 14 minutes into the movie already, and everyone's been asking, oh, where's Michael? You know, the, yeah. the godfather himself is like, oh, where's Michael? Mm-hmm. And he's not around, and yeah. then when he shows up, he uh, everyone's like, oh, Michael, Michael, and seeing him, and he's dressed completely different, so yeah. he really stands out, like a way of like kind of branding him as a character. Like, everyone's been waiting for him, and he's different than everyone, so yeah, definitely. keep yeah. an eye on this one. And, you know, we've seen the movie so many times. I, I don't recall the first time I saw it and seeing Michael, and I don't remember what impact seeing him in a military uniform had on me, but that probably would have been a surprise, considering he's the son of this crime yeah. boss. Yeah. You would think that he's just, um, I don't know, dressed like everybody else. Yeah, I guess it would have more impact on the the Godfather saga, you know, the one that edited together yeah. chronologically, because then you would see Michael as a mm-hmm. kid, you'd follow the whole story of, uh, but I don't know, uh, that's Maybe. interesting. Uh, I could also see the Don being like, oh, that's good, because you're, it means you're an American. Yeah, like absolutely. You're, you're, you're yeah. fighting for your country, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't, but I guess the thing is he had plans for him. He didn't want to he be did. killed or anything. Yeah. So. He had plans for his future. <laughs> he had plans for his future. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Al Pacino. Well, he'll have a lot of time with Al Pacino. So oh, yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. So it does cut back into the office, and there's another mm-hmm. little micro scene here. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Micro scene. A micro scene. <laughs> no, no, the mic- micro is in the other minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kay and Michael. Uh, so then uh, Tom Hagen mm-hmm. asks the Don, or he tells him, he says, hey, Lou, um, Luca Brazzi is here. He's not on the list, but wants to see you. Uh-huh. And there's a little bit of a pause. You don't know how the Don's going to react. Yeah. And the Don says, is this necessary? What did you think about that? I, you know, I made a note that was a noteworthy line, too. That line, is this necessary? Yeah. Because, uh, like, if, what does Luca Brazzi, like, why is he important enough where the Don is, like, like do i have to do this like it's not just like oh send him in like immediately and he's also not like oh no luke brazzi's just some low-level guy i'm you know michael's here i gotta go talk to him or whatever yeah yeah he does stay and wait for luke brazzi he does and he does you know what does tom hagan say that i guess he does uh, he didn't think he was gonna be invited and all that stuff yeah and there's there is a little bit more in the book about this too they they talk a little bit about it Mario Puzzo wrote that the Godfather was not happy that Luca Brazzi was there. Uh, he says because he... Why would you not want a charming fellow like Luca Brazzi at your daughter's wedding day? <laughs> he's, he's the the life of every party. <laughs> he does keg stands. And, and the death of every party. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Don Corleone recognizes that he can't be seen publicly oh, right. with Luca Brazzi. Yeah. But yet he invited him to the wedding. Maybe he didn't think Don, he would, who would want to get on the lead and think he thought Luca would know not to. Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, but Hagen says that uh, he didn't expect. Or to did be Don not know? Invited. Did he not know he was invited? <laughs> Maybe the wedding planner got it mixed up. <laughs> that was he was on a he list of people everyone. not to <laughs> yeah, invite. Exactly. Like <laughs> that's why um, all the other crime bosses. Yeah, that's were why there. Um, not to tell you. Is it Tartaglia? No, who's the crime boss we see? Is it Tartaglia or Barzini? Uh, it's Barzini. It's Barzini, yeah, and okay. I think you see Cunio yeah, at the table too. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they were there too. All these people that are there. Oh, all these people that are asking favors. They weren't supposed yeah. to be invited. Well, like, oh, well, Nazarene, my old friend. Uh, I see you came to my wedding. Thank you. Uh, despite not being on the list of people, <laughs> he purposely didn't invite them because he knew that they were yeah. asking all these favors. <laughs> well, that guy's daughter just got beat up. Don't, don't invite him. I don't want him. Tell him it's canceled. Yeah, so he wrote that Luca didn't expect to be invited to the wedding, so he wanted to thank he, he wanted to thank Don Corleone. Mm-hmm. Alex, I have a question for you. Were you ever invited to something, an event, and you <laughs> hadn't expected to be invited? Uh, and then how did you show your appreciation for that? Well, see, that's the problem. You're making it sound like I would want to be invited. I know, that's <laughs> what's different. <laughs> Luca wants to go to the wedding. Yeah, more usually my unexpected invitation is usually like, oh, oh man, <laughs> really? <sighs> Can uh. we just send him a gift? <laughs> that's usually my, my uh, the way I accept invitations. So, uh, But if I, I feel like if I did go, if I had to go, I would mm-hmm. definitely ask him for a favor. Oh, why you're... I mean, if I'm going to go to a Sicilian's sure. daughter, uh, uh, the daughter of a Sicilian's wedding day and not ask, I, I mean, the, like, how many chances are you going to get? I feel like we've talked about this yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> like, what <laughs> would you ask for? <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. I wasn't even, anyway, okay, you're right. You're right. We're probably... Uh, we yeah, only, I, only do the show once a week. You know, that was like 30 <laughs> weeks ago. We, uh, talked about stuff. Anyway. I don't think I was invited to something that I didn't expect to be. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's like you. It's always more... Uh, I go, whoa, well, great. I wasn't invited. And then I was I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I got things to do. I got podcasts to do. We got a weekly podcast. And then you try to find a way out of it. But you can't find your way out of it. Maybe Lugarazzi didn't want to get invited, but he yeah. was. And so now and then he like, felt like he had to go thank him personally because he, was exactly. like, oh, no. he actually didn't want to like, go. Oh, no, I got to go thank him personally. <laughs> yeah. I can't do a Lugarazzi voice. <laughs> Well, it sounds too much Don like Don <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Well, <laughs> it's because I just listened to it a bunch. But check this out. I noticed Don really. Don Corleone. I am greatly. Before I go on with that, there's yeah. a great, very subtle audio piece. Oh yeah. Uh, a a micro scene lit. Oh wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> After the Don says, like, send him in, yeah. or however that part ends, uh, cuts back to All Kay right. and Michael. Yeah. And Kay says, uh, Oh, do you hear? Uh, or right, right when they cut back, you hear, you could see uh, Luca Brazzi in the background. Yeah. And you can hear him still practicing oh, as yeah. Michael and Kay yeah. uh, have some dialogue. And if you listen closely, the first couple words you hear in that. And that one shot is him. This is what he goes. He goes, Don, <laughs> Don Corleone. He said he, he just says Don twice with a little pause in between as if he wasn't satisfied with the way he said the word Don first. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. awesome. Don, Don Corleone. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, now we're going to go back and watch it. Okay, it's really funny. It's so, it's so stupid. But it's great. <laughs> And that's when Kay says, see that scary guy over there? Yeah, yeah. He says, he's a very scary guy. Yeah. Well, who is he? 
I don't. They don't go into it. That's yeah. next minute. Well, say so who the minute ends with her saying, "Who is he? What's oh, his name?" Oh, it's a cliffhanger. Who is the mysterious stranger mumbling <laughs> to himself? Will the Don ever get to go to his daughter's party? <laughs> Who's that guy wearing the Marines outfit at this wedding? What's the deal with Italian weddings? Why won't Sonny comb his hair? <laughs> they always throw in some oddball <laughs> side stories. All right. So uh, anything else for this particular minute? Yes. This, uh, sort of a, this sort of applies to the next minute, but I want to read it. So mm-hmm. in the book, you know, Alex, the book is a little bit different than the movie. Oh, you can play the, play the music now? I'm going to play the music right now. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. So on page 24 in the book, Puzo writes, In the garden, Kay Adams was struck by the violent fury imprinted on the face of Luca Brazzi. She asked about him. Michael had brought Kay to the wedding so that she would slowly and perhaps without too much of a shock absorb the truth about his father. Mm. So he's, he's about, he's starting to ease her into the awareness of how this whole thing works. Yeah. And I think that's why he ends by just saying he's a, in a real matter of fact voice. He's a very scary guy. <laughs> well, that's a, that's an interesting. I never really thought about that before. No, like, me neither. Is Michael like nervous? I think so. Or because he doesn't. He's seem not as nervous, nervous as Luca Brazzi preparing his speech. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny if he was like, "Okay, he's a very okay. <laughs> he's a very scary Kay. guy." Okay, <laughs> Adams. <laughs> Um, yeah so is is he or is he does he know that this is does he know that they're going to be a welcoming family you think he is nervous well my impression because she won't like them or because they won't like her also although it sounds like uh, anyway go ahead I'm not sure I'm trying to think of what before reading that Mm -hmm. what my original thought was on this and and the way Michael is talking it seems that He's bringing this girl here, and he's not really nervous. He's not nervous. He's yeah. not not nervous. He's just bringing her to to his sister's wedding. Yeah. But this part of the book really shows that it's it's he's thinking more about it, and he is like nervous. it's not, it's not like prior to this he's ever hinted that his father is a crime boss or anything. Well, the, I think the next line is, but so far. <laughs> I didn't want to get too deep into it. But so far, <laughs> she seemed to regard the Don as a slightly unethical businessman. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he, even before <clears throat> this, he was starting to share. Have you ever been in a relationship where the parent of the person you were dating, that you were like, whoa, I'm, that's going to be a reason I'm not going to do this? Has a parent ever been a factor? Oh, wow. Oh, and uh, oh, good question. I thought you were saying... That I didn't reveal something about myself because I thought that the parents well, wouldn't prove. That's a whole I other thing. You present a whole entirely different. That's a whole other podcast, Alex. That's a whole other one. Oh, good question. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you dated like a minister's daughter at I some did, point, did you? Uh, or a- no, a fo- oh, it was a minister. Well, the stepfather was a minister. Okay, and girl I dated in high school, her father almost became a priest. Oh, an okay. Irish Catholic family. Okay. But wow. they, didn't, they didn't go full. Yeah. Uh, 
So that, but he that didn't go full priesthood. That so wasn't a factor. Anyway, well, no, it wasn't. Get with yeah. So why did you guys break up then? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I'm just yeah. wondering if there was ever a situation like K where you were like, oh boy, I'm, I'm getting in uh, yeah. over no, my head. I don't think I guess so. most people don't have s- scenarios like yeah. that. So. Well, I think it's different in modern times too. And we're, I yeah. think we're from a more yeah. generic white bread culture. Yeah. And so that's not as important. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, we could go out. We could anyway. Yeah, we could we could start dating someone. Well, we're not. We're both married mm-hmm. fellows. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, you know, but like if someone was, I guess crime is really the only yeah thing. Or yeah. if you were like, I think the father was like a cop and he was a real, you know, stickler and that's you true. Know, yeah, hyper conservative. I guess that's more like politics than job. So anyway, yeah. interesting. Yeah, uh, but Michael doesn't strike me as being especially nervous in this. I think that's what makes him. I don't know. Don't want to give any spoilers away, but that's yeah. what makes him a good candidate mm-hmm. for having a a significant role of responsibility in the family business because he is so steady handed. So uh, long term, though, is that would it be a stronger journey for him if he did start off like wimpy and nervous? Because then when he becomes the godfather at the end, it really is like he becomes like a totally, you know, he's he's conquered his. Or are you saying, are you asking if it would be a better story because he's truly transformed rather than just being the same personality? Yeah, I, mean, I guess he, he changes a little bit, but yeah, I mean, he changes a lot, but that's one degree. Like he always seemed to have confidence yeah. in his, you know, in his decisions or whatever. But yeah. Uh, Definitely. And, and joining the armed services, yeah. we're going to see that was a huge, that was a decision that. Yeah. So I guess he was always was a courageous one. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it would have been a better movie story if Fredo had gone on to become the godfather because he had more of a transformation. He was starting from much further back than Michael. Oh, right. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. Have been awesome. Yeah. But he still has the same character. <laughs> He's always well, like, like Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you take orders from me and not from Mo Green. He's still <laughs> That'd be interesting to rewrite it. Uh, what with if? Fredo having so so what in this case would like uh, McCluskey have have killed Michael and so Do- and so Fredo? No, no, my, Fredo would have gone to the hospital and McCluskey would have broken his jaw and then Fredo would have stepped up from that. Okay. Oh, so oh, you truly think that was the Fredo factor that. I don't know. At some point, if, yeah. if in this alternate universe, at some point, Fredo has to. There has to be moments where Fredo becomes stronger. But you have to get rid of Michael. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to step over him. He's already younger. Michael's already well, younger true. than Fredo. But 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 Don Corleone. That's the way Pop wants it. That's not the way he Fredo <laughs> wanted it. <laughs> it. It would be great to do all those alternate scenes. Like Fredo's like Mikey. I didn't have to step you over. <laughs> I'm your older brother. <laughs> I take care of you. <laughs> no. um, I literally just watched that scene today. We were going to do a countdown to the, to that scene. We were, and I'm working on it. Okay, I'm working we can on figure out what minute it is. That's in that what's taking. That's you know? the okay, delay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, the problem. We'll, <laughs> anyway, let's. Anything else for minute uh, fourteen? We have a non Michael nervous Cor- Michael, a non nervous Michael Corleone. And oh, Kay, I think that's it. For the first it's time. definitely a, a transition minute. I feel like they're, mm-hmm. they're you know, they've entered. Yeah. They're starting to talk about Luca Brasi, and you know. Anyway, I, I want to save it. No, no, I was going to talk about Mike and his military career. And uh-huh. I was like, well, I'll save it for when they talk about it two years from now when we get to that <laughs> minute. So I might as well say it now. Yeah. So um, 
I would. Th- I think if the Don was smart, he would have thought it was a brilliant idea for Mike oh, to join. Yeah. If he had plans for him to be like Senator Collion, Governor Collion, like a military career is like the perfect way to say. You know, he's a absolutely he's, as he establishes during his uh, his his hearing. He's a decorated war veteran. He's you know an uh, upstanding citizen. He, he also fought for this country. He also has stock in AT and T <laughs> and IBM. Yeah, totally. And Uber. <laughs> I, I, I didn't take the, the Fifth Amendment, though it was right, his right to do so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, so I'm surprised that Don was so was as I guess he just didn't want him to get killed. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, we're gonna see soon to what other plans he could have had for Michael. Other plans for Michael? Yeah, about his future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll talk about that another time, and uh, that wraps up minute fourteen. So, right. what do you what do you uh, rank this one? This minute, yeah, mm, I think it's it's a hoot listening to Luca Brazzi. Anytime you hear Luca Brazzi uh, practicing a speech, it's at least a three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, um, but it is not a lot happens. You see the creepy Don, you see the creepier side of the Don yeah. peering out the window. You see Michael's entrance, I and mean, that's yeah. important. But there's not a lot of. It's really like a pause for breath after that last scene of of yeah. uh, you know the, the Don and stuff. You need time to process stuff. I would say it's almost a two, but Luca Brazzi's speech brings it up to a three for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to say also give it a three. Okay. I feel like it's, you know, it's kind of resetting a new scene now. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's, here's Kay and Michael. Here's Luca Brazzi. You know, kind of like, okay, setting up who Luca Brazzi is. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, speaking of setting up the next scene. Although, didn't I have a rule that anytime like the Godfather speaks, it should be like a four star at least? Oh, that's right. Because he's so he's so seldom in it that I mean, all, all he says is, uh, is this necessary? <laughs> yeah, Academy Award. <laughs> be great to to add uh, like laugh track. What do you call it? like sounds? Did laugh track and yeah. stuff? So is this necessary? <laughs> Yeah, we want those 70s <laughs> yeah. the tracks where it's different reactions, not just laughing. But, you know, but that like, w- the reaction after that dialogue, is yeah. this necessary? Would definitely be, ooh. <laughs> like, oh, now Hagen's in trouble yeah. for like putting him on the list. And you're like, you didn't expect to be invited. And then, ah, <laughs> laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then you got the 70s outro theme. <laughs> All right, now it's got up to four stars in my book. Four stars. Four stars. <laughs> Bring it up. See, we made it better. <laughs> we totally improved upon the movie. <laughs> four that would be for up. the special edition. They should really consider those changes. Mm-hmm. Just periodic, you know, to let the audience know what they're supposed to be feeling. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um... <clears throat> I that's guess that's it? all we have for today. Yeah, Lucky and fourteen is in the in the shoot, and Lucky we're moving 14. on. What's in up next? Can. What numbers coming up next? What minute? I'll give you a little foreshadowing. Queen Beachy is number fifteen in Italian. So we it is going to keep. Go- we got another one in sequential order. That's crazy. We got it. Can you believe it? We'd have a random. We wow. have software that spits out a random number every time, and we're up to fifteen. I mean, even given that the pool of numbers of minutes gets smaller each time, that increases the chances you're going to pick that the number that goes sequentially. That's crazy. It's still an incredible. That's really good luck. Feat. We should play some of those. We should go to the bookmaker, like Carlos Bookmaker at the candy store. <laughs> We'll get to that in a few minutes. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, so until next time, leave take, the, the gun, gun, take the cannoli. A Godfather Minute.